0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Moonchild Musings. My name is Kylie Virtue and I want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and also to say happy holidays, Merry Christmas. It's a very special time of the year, um, but also can be a challenging time of the year for a lot of people. Um, There's a lot of magic that comes with the holidays, uh, but there's also a lot of Um, sadness and feelings of loss, or maybe there's um, people who feel lonely or who've lost someone. Um, So I'd like to always acknowledge that part as well. Um, Christmas can be a hard time where we look back and, um, you know, can realize what we've lost if we've lost someone or we feel like we are Um, sort of missing that person that used to be there at Christmas for us, but it can also be a beautiful time when we get to spend time with family, see people maybe we haven't seen in a while, and, you know, give gifts of love and gratitude to those that we um, love. So, anyways, I've just come fresh off of a Christmas myself, um, and I wanted to get through this week um, because it was a very busy one and I always find that interesting because we're coming into a season in winter uh, with the winter solstice happening last past weekend on the actually while well, you guys listen to this this will be maybe two weekends but um, the winter solstice happened on the 21st here um, in the northern hemisphere and it's a time when you know, we're supposed to be slowing down and it's um a time when we're going to kind of retreat and yet it is also the time when Christmas revs up and holiday season revs up and we're all rushing around and we're getting gifts and, you know, um, having to get this last minute thing and seeing people and trying to squeeze in last little minute get togethers and, Uh, it always makes me laugh a little because we always end up crashing or getting sick. um, And that's why our bodies are made to relax during this time. Um, You know, winter is a time when, you know, both the trees start to lose their leaves and we start to lose our leaves, our energy, and we need to take that time to recoup and to re-energize. And as the weather changes, the energy changes and spring comes and all of a sudden we can like leap forward with that new energy just like the plants are beginning to grow. Um, there's a lot of parallels that us humans have with the earth and we really need to find that um, ability to acknowledge that and take those times, you know, have summer be a time of... Um, big energy and adventure and, you know, even a time of fertility where we can grow things that we've been working on, where we planted in the winter. Um, so I actually had a winter solstice. I usually do um, this, both the solstices and the equinoxes, um, uh, like a, a gathering, an event, uh, and I don't generally do a winter solstice one because like I said, it's such a busy time of the year, but I did one this year. And um, it was a really beautiful little intimate event. And I talked a lot about um, the idea of a solstice. So the, on the winter solstice, it's the um, shortest day. So there's the shortest amount of light and the longest amount of darkness. And every day after the solstice, we have more and more light. The light begins to shine more um, and our light is extended. So there's a beautiful little story in that. And I think it also, winter and the time of when it's darker, gets darker earlier, when it's colder, so we're kind of shoved inside more. We, here in the Northern Hemisphere anyways, we, um, it's really a time to examine our darkness and to see what darkness even means to us um when I say darkness it can mean so many things and it can sound very scary um because I don't think us humans like to admit that we have darkness um it's a very natural human quality just like when someone says to you how are you doing well I'm doing well thank you I'm good even though you might not be good We want to keep everything shiny and pretty um, because it's just naturally what we're more attracted to and what's easier but the reality is is that we have we all have darkness we all have something in us um, that maybe we don't love about ourselves we all have a quality about ourselves that bothers us we all have darkness from previous events um, and previous hurts, previous losses, or maybe losses we are right now moving through. Um, so this year for me, 2019, I've been reading a lot about everyone's experiences and um, you know what the astrology lended to this year um, and the energy, the energetic feeling for this year. And it seems to be that a lot of people had quite the intense year. A lot of people are over 2019. And, you know, I also had quite the intense year myself. 2019 was, it started off, in my mind, in a very amazing place. Business-wise, I was um, really beginning to expand through my um, events and retreats and things were really, um, just taking off. Um, but I was also in a headspace that maybe wasn't necessarily in alignment with who I really am. And then basically what happened is the shit hit the fan <laughs> and, um, the rest of the year played out completely differently because of it. So without getting into too much detail, um, I had a very close person to me, um, basically end our friendship. Um, our friendship was ending, I should say. Um, and it completely, um, shook me in many ways. Um, it, it. It shook me in so many ways, I didn't even know what I was feeling. And at the time, I was feeling a lot of that darkness. So I was feeling really angry, really confused, really um, just full of resentment because I didn't understand why this thing was happening. And um, I felt rejection, which for me is definitely a darkness that I've been dealing with for a lot of my life is the idea of being rejected and how rejection has played a role in my friendships since I was a kid and how I, you know, always felt rejected by people. And, um, you know, I, I felt, and a lot of people feel like this, when something happens, um, you feel like something has been done to you. That life has just given you this thing, and you're just like, "Why do I deserve this?" And it's really hard to look at a painful event and to not get angry and to not feel all those feelings, like even like losing a relationship, losing a um, um, like an actual loss, a death. it's hard to kind of conceptualize what's happening when there's so much raw emotion going on. Um, So it's really natural for us to get angry and to be reactive and to just be so wallowed in our hurt that we don't understand why this could be happening to us. And at the time, I couldn't see past all of that. Um, I couldn't um understand i couldn't um see that other human as a human <laughs> um i was just so incredibly sad um and i think that that darkness you know sadness was What needed to come in in that moment even though I felt like I have had so much of that in my life it was what needed to come in to shake me I was in a place where I was so focused on um, advancing in my career which is not a bad thing to be I think that a lot of people um, are in that place and I think that it's a great thing to be entrepreneurial I think it's a great thing to want to advance in your life, um, but I think you need to go through a lot of steps to get to really figuring out what is the most important thing to you in your life. So it took me, um, because this person is so incredibly so important, um, it felt as though like I had been broken in half and that I was missing a part of my limb. Uh, or piece of me somehow and, um, that I couldn't function. And, um, I think that's important thing to note is the people in our life. Um, we, we, how do they, what's the role that they play in our lives? Are we able to stand as a whole person without those people? Are we able to, um, You know, find the strength on our own. If someone leaves, do we lose a piece of ourselves? Are we able to regain that piece of ourselves? How much control does another person in our life hold over us? You know, how much power do they have over us? So, after many um, therapy sessions, I smile now with my with my mom and my husband and trying to work through my emotions and trying to gain back my strength and all of these things and all and trying to understand why something had happened um I started to really say and take the time to just sit with myself and say why has this happened because it's really easy to deflect and to be like, well, this person did this, and that's why this happened, and not really like look at yourself, and like I said, look at the darkness inside of you. In every situation, even if you feel totally wronged, it's really important to sit and look at your actions, to sit and look at where you are maybe acting from a place of pain, where you are reacting to and doing something, playing out an old story. We talked about stories, and I threw out this whole thing. I was listening to podcast after podcast, and I stumbled upon a podcast with Oprah and um, Eckhart Tolle about the pain body, and I highly recommend it. Um, and I was fascinated by the idea of the pain body. And that it, as though the pain body is something that is um, another part of us that holds on to those hurts in our life, that is so, sort of like a darkness in us, that um, when someone comes and they touch that little bit of pain inside of us, um, we react, okay? And for me, because I was so bullied as a kid, being in groups of girls and being the feeling of rejection is a very much part of my pain body feeling not good enough sitting in self-doubt things like that are all parts of my pain body and when someone comes and not even knowingly pushes that pain body we react we um we counter react and we do another action to protect ourselves or um you know we obviously react and are outwardly emotional so I took a lot of the summer and I really in 2019 summer and I really looked at um, what it was that I've been doing my whole life when I was put in a situation um, with other people in terms of how I was reacting How I was dealing with feeling uncomfortable, how I was dealing with my pain, um, and were there things that needed to be healed in me. And often that's what happens is, you know, when somebody leaves our life, when we lose someone, when a relationship ends, we um, are generally so upset we can't see past the, the idea of losing someone and missing someone. But a lot of the time, it's a time when we need to look at why we needed that person so much. What we can do on our own to comfort and to, 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 to be with ourselves. And what was it that we contributed to the end of something? What, how did we react? And it's really hard, especially when situation, and I'm not saying this is like the situation I went through, but, you know, if someone has just randomly broken up with us, it's really, really hard to, you know, um, think about something that we could have done. And it's less about, it's less about what we could have done and more about what we do in relationship, who we are in relationship How we are with other people. How we communicate with other people or don't. And there's lessons in everything in our life. Even when things destroy us and break us. Those are when the real lessons come out. Those are when the real changes happen and the real magic starts to come out. And if we can find a way to look at that darkness within us and to look at those dark times as times when we can restart, evolve, rewrite, I think it makes it so much more purposeful. And I was talking about this at the event, is that finding purpose for our darkness. For example, one of the things that I struggle with is I overthink. Always overthink. Always overanalyze, and this is a little bit of a darkness in, inside of me. And I found purpose because because I'm that way. I overthink things, and I can really produce a product that is well formed. And I, you know, I'm very accountable, and I can create some beautiful things because I overthink things, and I can see the little details and things. So I was able to find purpose in my darkness and also to find acceptance in my darkness because that's another thing that is really hard because we want to just accept all of the beautiful, happy things about us. But if we can find the ability to accept that other part of us and find purpose or let it go, then there's just so much more meaning to it. And that was what I sat with. Is I sat with, okay, so what part of my darkness is something that I have in me that's just part of who I am, but that can, I can also find beauty in? And what part of my darkness is so out of alignment with me, maybe is so ego-driven, that I don't want to hold on to that anymore? And I spoke about this as well, is that I think there's space... For certain darkness at certain times, I think there's space for anger. I think there's space for jealousy and there's space for these kind of dark things, these dark elements of human nature. But I think that we need to be reminded that we are not in stagnation, we are in continual motion and movement. So those things are not meant to be sitting and festering in us. So maybe there's a time in our life when we need to get a little angry. Because angry can, anger can be a motivator, it can push us. But the problem is, is when we hold on to that anger, and when we identify with that anger, we then begin to become the anger and the anger turns into resentment. And then that's when we start to get in trouble. And that's when the darkness starts to take away more of the light. I think making space for all of it is important. I think making um, it flexible to move in and out of your life is even more important. And I think acknowledging the things about us that we don't maybe necessarily love is the most important thing. And I think that that's what I went through throughout this whole process. I realized that there was parts of me that were working from my ego, there was parts of me who were sitting in comparison to others and jealousy and things that just were not in alignment with who I really at my soul, at my core am. I realized there was things that, you know, I are part of me that are little parts that are hurts. That maybe that other person that has hurt me it's not about them, but it's about me, and it's about my journey of healing my hurts, and that not everything that a person does is against me, or is something I need to take personally, because that's another one that I am very challenged with. I take things very personally, Um, but after I've gotten through the hurt and that feeling in your chest you know what hurt feels like there's a physical feeling I was able to see that even though this thing that I would never have wanted needed to happen I needed it so that I could not sit in stagnation and I could move forward I needed it so that I could look at myself, how I was living my life, what I was putting importance on, what I was focused on, needed to change. I needed to get closer to who I really am. I needed to let go of certain parts of my darkness and I needed to acknowledge and accept parts of my darkness. And I needed to be able to give that other person the same compassion, the same love, and the same forgiveness. Because they also have little parts of darkness. And I think that that's where forgiveness comes in. And when forgiveness comes in and we're able to forgive, we can see the other person's humanness we can see our humanness when we're able to forgive ourselves and then all of a sudden we come back to love and we come back to closer to who we really are and the light gets brighter again just like it starts to with each day after the solstice and that's why I say I I got to know myself again in 2019 because I think I got a little off track and even though Uh, from the outside I think it looked like I was like really starting to get my stuff together and I was like really you know look at Kylie go like she's gonna be successful and she's gonna be but what is success and even that I've played with this year you know what does that look like does it mean that we are all put into a box and we work nine to five and we feel like we've made it (laughs) what is success where does success come in and bring darkness and where does it bring lightness and can success be being a good human and getting closer and closer to who we really are and less about all the other stuff the accolades of the specific certifications and the specific climbing the ladder to this and that which there's nothing wrong with but you often hear about people getting there or getting that job, and they still feel the same way. So, I wonder if success, growth, is really more about the internal stuff, is sitting with our darkness and realizing what and who we are. And that's what I've been doing. And you know what? It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy to look at yourself. And to see yourself for who you really are and to see the not so pretty parts that we like to sweep under the carpet and to acknowledge them not only to yourself, but acknowledge them to others and to get really real and authentic. And that has also been part of my journey. And it's been interesting because we've had this really interesting um, energy with um, the nodes being in Cancer and Capricorn. Cancer is the sign of the mother, is the nurturer, and Capricorn, the opposite, is the sign of the authoritarian or the father. And we have this play happening out in our lives, um, this energetic play of you know finding the balance between nurturing and restructuring our lives so that they are not only really in tune with who we are but also authentically real to who we are. And I think that that's been my kind of theme for 2019. And moving into 2020, we have we're right in the middle of solar uh sorry, we're if right in the middle of eclipse season. Right now we just had a new moon <clears throat> on Christmas. Um and uh you know we had this thematically last year happening, so we have this real balance of so thinking about where you were at this time last year and into January, and what has happened in your two thousand and nineteen what has been going on, and is there any um polarity or is there any um parallels rather between those times? um, for me, I feel like I've grown in leaps and bounds, and as soon as I started to open up to all of this growth, and all of this, um, realness, and I feel like Capricorn is such a real energy, it's like a no BS, it's like, this is, (laughs) this is what it is, and when I opened to that, um, all of a sudden, I found out that I was pregnant, (laughs) And this has been a whole other journey for the end of 2019 of being able to let go of what I thought my life was going to look like and being able to let go to whatever is coming because all of a sudden when a big life shift like this comes in, it's funny as I'm saying this, I have this little being in my belly kicking me, um, is, you know, It's a really weird feeling having to just like, I don't know what's going to happen with this pregnancy. I don't know what's going to happen with the birth. I don't know what's going to happen when I have this little child that's going to look at me and be like, I need your help. (laughs) But I feel like I'm so much more ready than I would have been at the beginning of the year. Going through and being really real with myself. Really real with the stories I tell myself. Forgiving people letting go and surrendering because life is going to be what it's going to be regardless of what we think we have planned out and what we think you know what you know this is where my plan is and this is what's going to happen unfortunately i can tell you in my 31 years every time i had a plan it most likely went the other direction and there's beauty in that because in life We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen today or tomorrow or the next day. And being able to be okay with that. And being okay with the fact that we're in constant motion and change is just a part of who we are. It's a part of our life. And that was another part of, you know, my challenge is, you know, I so badly don't want things to change. I want them to stay the same. And it was just... Like that at the beginning of the year when everything crashed and burned, I I didn't want anything to change because what is it going to look like? What will my life be? How am I going to function without this person? And somehow you do, and then somehow there's more beautiful things that come in because of it. So if you're in the middle of any kind of loss or pain, or maybe you're still sitting with pain from the beginning of the year or from years previous know that even though maybe not everything happens for a reason I don't necessarily love that because sometimes that's kind of irritating to people who are sitting in real grief but know that there is there is purpose there's purpose in it all there's purpose in the pain and there's purpose in the reason that you have the certain parts of you that are dark and have certain parts of you that you don't love there's purpose in it all there's purpose in loss and there's purpose in the restructuring of your life. And eventually as you move and if you make space for it, and if you open up to that purpose instead of sitting stagnant in resentment, you will see the purpose. You will see that light beginning to grow. You will see that light each day getting bigger, stronger, longer. It comes. It just takes time. And it just takes getting authentically real with who you are. So that has been a little taste of my um, my journey in 2019. And it's been really tough, but also really beautiful. Um, and I have this sort of excitement, this innocent excitement for 2020 because I feel... So much more like who I am moving into this new year that I know myself and I know all the parts of myself and then I'm gonna have a kid and then go oh there's another part (laughs) and being open to that there's not going to get we're not going to get to a point where it's like okay like I've got there you know, I got there, I accomplished everything I need to, I'm feeling good, I got this, I got that, I've moved to that house, I've gotten that job, I've gotten that relationship, because as soon as we start to feel like that, then life is just like, that's, that's really great, but I'm gonna come and explode it. <laughs> life is a continual motion, changing thing, we're just like the seasons, we're just like the earth in movement, we're like this, the um, phases of the moon, and accepting that, accepting the fluidity of life is so important. It's so important. So it's just a time to just get real, to come back to compassion for yourself, for all of the darkness that is there. And darkness, when you can do that, you can acknowledge the darkness in others and see their humanness too. And it's this beautiful, little, wonderful cycle that can happen. And I invite that into 2020 for myself and for you. And I had the ladies at my my gathering write down, what is the darkness that you acknowledge in yourself? So maybe you can want to do this as a New Year's thing. What is the darkness that you acknowledge in yourself? What is it? that you can find acceptance and love for you know what is it that like I had said okay I have a little bit of a you know unruly mind but that mind also allows me to do this what darkness is sitting in us that needs to be let go what is it that's so out of alignment that needs to be you know we had actually written it down ripped it on a piece of paper and burnt it you know, maybe there's something that's just sitting in us that's stagnant and needs to leave. What are we grateful for for this year? Maybe it's some of the darkness. Maybe there's that overlap. Find gratitude. And what will we be welcoming into 2020? I always like to tell the story of when we have a little bit of Capricorn. We're sitting in Capricorn season right now. Um, My mom is a Capricorn, and Capricorn energy is definitely part of my life. And I always like to tell the story of the Capricorn because... um, the Capricorn energy can sometimes get a bad rap because it's very hardworking and there's, um, there's a darkness, there's a harshness. But Capricorns, they're steady and reliable and they are hard workers and they get things done. You think about the, the goat of the Capricorn, the symbolism, and the challenge with Capricorns and Capricorn energy in this time of the year, and this is how we can use it, is you think about the goat and the mountain goat and he climbs up he's so steadily looking at the bottom the base of a mountain and he's like okay this is it this is my mountain this is where i'm i'm moving up and i'm going to i'm going to work really hard i can't see you know over the mountain i can't see um anything else but i'm going to work really hard because this is this is it this is where i'm moving towards so the mountain goat spends all this time in this one direction really hard working Steady, little Capricorn mountain goat makes his way up the mountain and he finally after all this time he gets to the top of the mountain and he can see he can see all the other mountains he can see everything else and then all of a sudden (laughs) he realizes it's not the right mountain and He has to go back down again. And that is a play on our ego as well. Because we have to go, oh, not right. Start again. Here I go. And it's really hard to get off the top of that mountain and to decide to begin again. And to decide to make that step back down. And maybe we feel like we've stepped backwards or we've stepped down this mountain But guess what? Sometimes that is what life needs to bring to us. So we get knocked off our high peak and we come back down. And because we've seen the other side, because we've given a different perspective a chance, we know which mountain we need to climb. Because we've taken the chance of vulnerability to start again to sit with ourselves and say, you know what? I want to go back down that mountain and I wanna find the right mountain. And you know what could happen? We could climb up the wrong mountain again. And finding that compassion and humility and love for yourself, for being human, but for constantly and always climbing back up, getting to the top seeing what your life is, and then continuing to move. And I feel very inspired by that mountain goat because he's steady. He doesn't give up. He doesn't allow ego to keep him only at the top of the mountain. He continues on. He pushes himself to get to the top, and he's able to see things from a different perspective. And when he can see that, that he knows a little bit better where he's going. And even when he's in the darkness of the mountain, he knows that there's light that comes when he gets to the top. And there's a beautiful imagery there. And the challenge is, is we get so stuck looking at this mountain when we're at the bottom of it. We don't see anything else. And finding the beautiful balance of determination to keep going But also having eyes wide enough open to see another route, another path, another perspective. Don't get stuck in the same old ways. Don't get stuck in the darkness or in the ego way of thinking. Climb your mountain, use what you have, let go and find love. And that is what I learned in 2019. And I'm so grateful for it all, for everything that's happened. And I find understanding for everything that's happened. And I find compassion for everything that's happened in my life. And I'm thankful for exactly how 2019 went, even though there was parts where I was so lost and stuck at the bottom of that mountain and didn't know where to go or I couldn't start again. I couldn't climb down the mountain and start again. But I did. I took that step. So give yourself the time with all this earth energy. We can give ourselves the patience and time. Hold that space for yourself. Give yourself this time of winter, of rest, of restoration. Don't allow other people to put stuff on you. And find love for yourself always. So you can do that little activity like I talked about. You can envision yourself as the mountain goat and maybe getting to the top and seeing 2020 in the future and what's to come. What is it that we'd like to bring in? This is the time, you know, it's a really beautiful time to sit in stillness and quietness inside where it's... Um, warm and you know maybe with a journal or maybe not maybe that's not your thing but just thinking about everything that I've just spoken about and how we can bring it into 2020 into a new decade into new energy this is the time and you can even use your New Year's as that time um, to invite new things in doesn't always have to just be a drunk fest because I'm pregnant this year it definitely won't be for me Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm thankful I'll have that time. So thank you all, um, for all the love that you've given me and everything that I've experienced this year. I'm very thankful and I'm filled with so much love for the people around me. Um, and I've been given so much and learned so much. So to 2020, And we'll see you all in the new year. And I'm so excited to see where this podcast will go. Um, I'm planning on having guests in the new year and expanding that much more. Um, And yeah, so happy new year, everyone. Happy winter solstice, happy yule, happy anything that you celebrate. Take the time to be in the moment uh, and not thinking about the next thing. Take that time. It's a very winter um, energy. Just be, be in it enjoy it okay love and gratitude to you all and into the new year we go